0: Hi, everyone. Hey. Welcome back. Never gets old. No. You it know. It will not.
1: If you so, know, you know.
0: Hi, guys. So, long time no talk. Yeah. If you watched last week's episode, um, you would know that this is pre-filmed.
1: Yes, and we're in the same clothes. Yeah. But it's fine.
0: Yeah, for sure. Just know that
1: um, we, we shower. Uh-huh.
0: We clean ourselves.
1: Hygiene-, Hygiene is key. Listen. Dr. Bronner's soap has changed my life.
0: Yeah, it makes you feel like a whole new person.
1: I this I told her. (laughs) Am I going to share this? Probably. You know how, like, when you have a cough drop and you go outside and like you get that rush of like cool air. That's how like parts of me feel after I use this soap. She is sick
0: for that. It doesn't. Not even a minute in y'all. Listen, it's
1: so (laughs) clean. The peppermint one. I've never felt so um, sanitary in my life. Oh my gosh. Although I will say the best, I have not showered as well as I did when we were at the beach in that outside shower.
0: That week at the beach was the best week of my life before my life literally has went to the (laughs) ditch. Like I could you not, I came back from the beach. Actually, it was at the beach. Remember woke up the day I said...
1: Uh-huh. and then my life has been not the same no ever since listen but that shower though mm-hmm. i i need an outdoor shower i think um, about that so often i, I literally will i would like hey, bruh. just next time i'm passing through um can i just stop in and shower here real quick <laughs> like life, i don't even have to stay
0: life was so good i can't believe that was so long
1: ago bro i know so welcome to our personal development. We are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Welcome back. As far as we are just checking in um, mm-hmm. and, you know, we've talked about a lot of things on this podcast mm-hmm. and some of the heavy things. And just um, is kind of like just where we are in our current moment. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I have had a bad day. Um, I won't get into too like heavy details because I don't like airing out my drama, my family's drama, but I kind of got into a disagreement with my parents and it was kind of like one that really sucked. Um mm-hmm. and so I was like kind of emotional about it and work has been really really hard. I love my job, but it's just we, we've been down um like staffing is an issue and I understand like a lot of places are affected by that, but yeah. when you do direct care and you're short staffed, it's so hard like Plus, I've been sick, so my body, like I've been like weak physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Like mm-hmm. I've just been on a, a low.
0: She's been on a bender.
1: Yeah, that's for So, sure. um, the podcast helps. Mm-hmm. I like since we've been here, like recording these episodes, like I feel so much better than when I came in. So, yeah, same. I am thankful for that. That's where you know I am today. Sitting, got her nails done today. Mm-hmm. Can't. You can't There's see. a fly, but you can't tell, but they have stars on them. Shout
0: out to Ava. If you shine. Ever, yeah, Shine Solomon's ball. Have you ever need your, need your nails done, I can't even work, talk today. I'm stuttering like Paul. Um, was it Paul or Peter? Moses. Whoa! <gasps> <gasps> Oops. <laughs> Did you guys know I went to Bible college?
1: Probably not. Did you know I
0: didn't? Did you know that I barely paid attention? <laughs> Probably. Oh, that's going
1: to be on the internet forever. It's fine.
0: I had a great day though. Honestly, like the Lord, I had, you know, I was down in the dumps for like five mm-hmm. minutes and then the Lord just revealed something to me. Hallelujah. It was a great day. I actually had a, honestly, like pretty good day. All seriousness, good. Good. um, worked on a wedding video that I had to, that I had to get out for like this week before I left for vacation. So I didn't have to deal with it when I got back. So it would be less stressed. Um, got my nails done, Hung out with my coworkers at work because I love them. Filming the podcast, uh,
1: uh-huh. yeah, honestly. And then we're gonna go back and watch probably Gossip Girl. Oh, yes, I love Gossip Girl.
0: Chuck Bass, Chuck Bass, Nate Archibald, Dan Humphrey.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Rufus Humphrey.
0: Yeah, Rufus Humphrey is insane. I love him, but uh-huh. Dan Humphrey could be kicked to the curb, and I wouldn't even look twice.
1: Uh huh. No Goodbye. hate. Goodbye, Dano. Yeah, bye. <laughs> so um with that being said yeah with that being said we just thought we'd kind of like check in about like things that we talked about so I'll go first um uh everybody knows that I lost my grandpa in February February 5th aka the worst day of my life Mm -hmm. um and it has been such a weird like journey and I'm kind of we whoa (laughs) we typed up some like you know points to just kind of help stay on. on topic because we can yeah, talk about we can, these for hours we ramble but um i'm not gonna go in order but um i'm gonna start with like it it's been like a really weird timeline because like and i've said this on the podcast last season and i'll say it again like um everybody it just feels like everybody moved on yeah and i'm still at the restaurant yeah <laughs> Taylor (laughs) Swift. Like, I am, like, I just cannot move on from it. Like, it's crazy. And not that, like, oh my God, I'm already crying. (laughs) Not that, like, Jesus. Dang. Wow, see? Grief just sneaks up on you. Mm -hmm. Not that I haven't accepted it because I have. Like, you just miss him. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Bad. Yeah. Like, today. You know, with me having a bad day, he would have been the person that I would have called. Because, like, whew, he sees things in a way that I can't, and I'm trying to learn. But it's hard with him not here guiding me. So mm-hmm. um, I would have loved to have been able to say something to him today. Which goes to my next point. I still cry basically every day. <laughs> Did we lose it? Oh, we're. I still cry um, basically every day. Yeah. Thank you so much. I am gonna need that. <laughs> uh, sometimes, really at night when I'm like I'm alone, like not like when I'm talking like this, because so it's, it's just like my um. mind. That's when like you know I think. Um, so like I still cry every day um -hmm. we were talking about like at night you know that's when my mind kind of goes wild and yeah it's just like i don't know it's just weird like they haven't canceled his phone number so like sometimes i'll just call it and i get the voicemail and it's fools because i've left a million messages but it's just weird um Mm -hmm. so i guess you know where I'm at, like, I I know that it's still okay for me to cry and for me to have all these feelings, and, I, you know, like, yeah, people are like, for sure, you know, people, and I know they mean, like, oh, he's where he wanted to go, like, he lived his whole life going to heaven, yes, I understand that, but we also, like, the connection and, like, the family dynamic that we had, like, you know, we were each other's worlds, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was their first grandchild, like, it, and it's also, like, they're my... Uh, parents too like so it's like you we lost were, your dad yeah too, we had kind a thing like a weird dynamic and like everybody in my family like knows and they kind of like an- acknowledged it like when we lost him like it was like a double whammy me <laughs> for me mm-hmm. um but some ways that you know I feel like some things that are helping me um get better is like talking with people that knew him and like sharing stories ab- about him that I didn't know um I ran into an old teacher and she shared something with me that like um my grandpa did in private for her like she was my fourth grade teacher and my like my grandpa like really ministered to her and like prayed for her and like she told me that like later and I I really needed to hear that so like talking to people that knew him Mm -hmm. and sharing stories about him and like reminiscing about um you know the the things that we did and like and that's another thing so like um memories are showing up and like my social media because this time last year is when he got sick and he had just moved home from being out of the hospital for a couple of weeks and he like lost all mobility so like seeing all of this is kind of like it kind of sets me back but it's also like you know like oh i get to hear his voice so it's it's been good mm-hmm. um talking to the lord about it like has been probably the most therapeutic thing for me because like things that the Lord um, has like shared with me about it has been like really special and like really beautiful. Um, And Mm -hmm. I'll share like just a little bit of it because I don't want to share too much because I feel like that's for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's between me and God. But like um, everything reminds me of him. So like I think about when it rains here and, like, I, I love the rain anyway. Like, I, everybody knows that. Like, I'm, I'm somebody that loves, like, that mysterious kind of weather. But, like, Oof. I just think about what he, like, what it looks like to him now that he's up there. Like, you know, it's like sunsets mm-hmm. look different to me. You know, the sunrises, storms, rain. I just, like, in that moment, it's, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's, like, just, it's weird, like. It's just something unexplainable. yeah, it's something that God and I (laughs) came up with, but, um, and I will say, um, (laughs) the most important thing that, um, has helped me shout out to Heinz Pack. Um, I don't even know if I've even told him this,
0: probably not. He's going to be so honored,
1: (laughs) but he shared a video with me and I'll probably start crying again of, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Oh, honey, I'm good. <laughs> that, that guy. Uh, hmm? Hold on. Oh, no. Honey, I'm good. Oh, oh, Andy no. Grammer? Andy Grammer. So Andy Grammer lost his mom. And yeah, thank you. And he shared um, something that helped him like through his grief. Anytime he sees somebody that's like his mom's age that she had passed, he like will buy them coffee or you know, pay for their groceries, not to like get anything out of it, but it just kind of like, it feels like he's still doing things for her. Oh. Mm. So I have tried to do that. Mm. And talking to the sweetest old men and I, I tell them about my grandpa. And it's just like, whoo. It's like a full circle thing. So like being able to do some good, something nice for somebody because he was so kind. So that has been so important to me and I do it all the time. I'm yeah. like probably more broke than I've ever been but I don't care because it helps me. And like I just did it the other day. I was at um, Duncan and there was this old guy in there and he was just so sweet and I was like, can I just, can I buy your breakfast this morning? And he was like, no, absolutely not, young lady. And And so then I was like, I kind of guilt tripped him into it, and he did it, and it's just, I don't know, it just feels like a way that I can kind of connect, and, yeah, so. That's good. Even I mean, though th- I don't look like I'm better, I am. <laughs> it's just.
0: Just because you cry doesn't mean he, it doesn't look yeah, like you're not better. Yeah, it's just.
1: Um, I
0: cry about things that happened years ago.
1: Yeah, he just was such a big part of my life, and. Like if I could just be half <laughs> as good as he was, it's just like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have a really good example to like look live, up to, look up to, and yeah, to like base my life off. So I'm thankful for that, Jesus. But um, yeah, gosh, I freaking miss him. Yeah, you know. So personal development, I'm not good. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, man, we didn't, last time we recorded this, I didn't have a camera on me, so now I'm gonna be like, snot nose, this is embarrassing. But, yeah, I am, I. You're good. I am good, but just, it's just. Yeah, just
0: because you're talking and crying about it doesn't mean you're not yeah. good. It's just like.
1: It's just kind of where. It. Yeah. It. It's still, you're still allowed to cry about mm-hmm. it, just because,
0: that's the one thing. That's the one thing my therapist told me, just because you're crying about it doesn't mean you're a burden. Thank you. You're welcome. Beautiful. And that's what I need. Free to therapy. therapy. Yeah,
1: shoot. My $30 copay just gave you three ther- free, three free therapy. It's my party, and I'm going to cry if I want to.
0: Heck, yeah. That was me on my birthday this year. <laughs> it's my party. On I my love crying I on
1: my birthday. Can I just say that?
0: Well, maybe, I cry
1: every year on my birthday.
0: Well, this year I cried a little bit harder than usual, and honestly, I didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah.
0: But maybe that. next year it'll be a good cry. Uh-huh. Who knows?
1: Well, mine aren't always good cries, but I just feel like I have to cry on my birthday.
0: Oh. See, I never want to feel that type of pain again
1: (laughs) no i'm just melodramatic like it's just like oh it's my party (laughs) i'm gonna cry because i Mm -hmm. just
0: is it like a nostalgia feeling yes okay yeah okay that's
1: different it's like nostalgia and like um well this birthday mine sucked because my grand i just lost my grandpa and i had cake in the graveyard by myself so yeah (laughs) But it's respectable fine. it's fine uh it was winter it was cold it was as just, crap yeah mm-hmm. but it was you know it was me yeah so yeah um sydney where are you at um
0: so i guess the only thing ugh, dude i hate talking about this so much because i just know now I just now know, you know now that i i just know that everything i say is going to be taken out of context uh-huh. but you know i know and the lord knows but anyways, the only thing that, like, really big has happened in my life since the podcast I feel like that I've really talked about is my breakup with my boyfriend of, like, two and a half, basically three years, I would say. Um, that took a toll on me. It really did suck because it was something I had to do, and I had to do it in a way that I did not want to do it because I wasn't – I was at work, and I wasn't being respected. And I my – you know, I just – I had to do it then and there, and I hated it, and I didn't want to do it that way. But it is what it is. Um, but, like – now, post breakup, it's been about what a month and August 22nd, it's end of September, so a mm-hmm. month and a week, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing really well, a lot better than I actually thought, and I'm actually really happy mm-hmm. that I can say that because I thought I was going to be down at the dumps forever. Yeah, like, I, like I'm like, i never going to get over him, I'm never going to go. I still have moments like that for sure because yeah. it was, and you
1: always probably will, like, God, I think about. <laughs> My first boyfriend ever when God, I was that's, in kindergarten. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we could have been. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. Like that, like those feelings will probably never go away yeah. um, because like we genu, like I genuinely, we were genuinely going to get married. We genuinely talked about it. Uh, I actually, you know, I wanted to, and it was a future that we had talked about. And when you are in it for two years, you settle on the idea and you settle and, th- and accept that that's going to be your future. Like mm-hmm. I knew nothing. Other than being with him. Mm-hmm. And now that I don't have it and not when I didn't like the first couple weeks, um, it sucked because I was like, how am I going to move on? How am I going to live my life? And like all of my friends were there and he was just became instagram famous basically (laughs) overnight and decided to post every single thing he was doing of every day and with his (laughs) friends and he's always happy and obviously you know that it sucks to see because i wasn't doing that i was doing the opposite and just like mourning mourning the
1: loss being private
0: (laughs) yeah and he was very much doing the opposite um and it sucked to see because i'm like dang all these people rallied around him and i have like three friends here (laughs) And my parents Mm -hmm. so it was like really hard and it's been really tough but i would say the one thing i immediately started doing was therapy because i knew that like i already have really bad seasonal depression and i already like struggle with that super badly and even though it was august i knew what's around the corner what is around the corner and it would just probably if i didn't take care of it it would just on top of my sadness of my mental health like, a breakup of someone that was there for me for the past two years in my most worst seasons. Like,
1: Sorry. I'm just... Can I just say something? What? You have, like, seasonal depression, like, when the sun goes down. I have, like, the opposite. Like, Must I come nice. alive. Must like, be nice. And, like, I'm, like, depressed in the summer. <laughs> like, it's just
0: weird. No. Like, like it, it, it... Oh. Oh, it gives me... It gives me But anxiety. you know what?
1: No. You're not... Not anymore because you're going to no. learn to appreciate this. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. But, like knowing that I don't have that person that I've had to count on. Like I would just wake up and I would just have to text him like not a good day. And he, and he would just know, I wouldn't have to explain it. Oh, why? Like, it's going to be okay. Like, don't make, don't, don't be sad because it's gray outside. Like he just would, he knew Mm -hmm. and he knew how to take care of me and he knew to like when I needed space and when I didn't. And he just knew how to check on me and be with me and, and, and I don't have that anymore. So now I have to do it for myself And like with other people now, like my mom and my dad and Whitney, and like honestly, nobody ever really experienced how I how I kind of cope in the fall. Because when I came home, I was just like, I needed (laughs) resurrection. (laughs) No, but just this past fall, like you know, you guys weren't there, and so like it's just a different. It's just different, Mm -hmm. and so adjusting to it has been really hard. So I started therapy because I wanted to get over that feeling of not having him there anymore, and I want to be able to remind myself and, you know, get back into the rhythm of getting into a healthy mindset with myself, not having to worry about um, what he's doing, who he's with, who he's going to be dating, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's been really good that I have therapy. She's given me great advice. I love her so much. It's just been such a blessing being able to talk to someone on an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, my friends and my family, they've helped a lot, too, because they also, like, can help you see a side that you didn't see when you're in a relationship. Like that's just how it always is when you're in it. You don't see a lot. Um, so now just like learning how to build my relationships again with my parents and like my friends, not having to separate my relationship and then my parents' relationship. Like I don't have to feel like I'm two different people anymore. Um, that's really nice. Just like having my people there and being able to count on them whenever I need um, need them to. Mm-hmm. And then the podcast, um, the podcast has helped a lot only mm-hmm. because like, I feel like I'm helping other people. Like I feel like I don't have to keep it bottled in anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that someone out here that that's listening is, is struggling probably or has, or will, and maybe you guys will take what I say, or maybe you can text me. Like <laughs> one of your friends was like, I'm praying for you, Sydney. Like I listened to your podcast and got caught up and I was like, ah yeah thank you so like it's just it's nice having you know having that extra mm-hmm. ounce of support which is really fun yeah. the most obvious is God um he's been my ride or die since I was a th- not even a thought in my parents head obviously <laughs> um but you know it's it's just crazy how You look when you're in a relationship and realize how kind of far you've gotten from him. Mm -hmm. And that was the one thing that really I struggled with in the relationship was we just, I was trying to keep him at the center of the relationship. And it just sometimes just wasn't, he wasn't the center. And I knew that's not the kind of relationship that me or my ex were called to. And so making the tough call, um, it was hard. But I know that like being obedient in the things that God has called me to, I know that I'm going to see the glory in that eventually. And that's the faith that I'm having right now. And that's mm-hmm. the faith that he's showing me. So I'm like really excited just to see where the Lord kind of like where he takes me this season and what he shows me, because I feel like it's been what a month and I feel like I'm just on a different level with him, which has been great, obviously leaning on him more than ever because I'm heartbroken, mm-hmm. but um, He's he's just a good father and I know that one day i'm going to look back and see why all of this has happened for a reason and i'll look back and laugh probably uh, in a couple of months or years yeah um one thing i also that's been helping me is taking i don't want to say like necessarily taking my power back but just feeling like like fully myself and i'm and i don't say that in a way of being like he couldn't let me be myself but now i just don't have anybody to like
1: answer to?
0: Yeah. I don't have anybody to answer to. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can go to bed when I want. I can go anywhere that I want. I can buy whatever I want and not saying that I couldn't do that, but I just, there's not an opinion anymore. And, and all of the good memories aside, like we had tough times. We really did. And it sucked, but I, I can be myself and I don't have to change for anyone. And I know that sounds selfish, but I'm 23. So I'm allowed to be selfish. These are really crucial years of my life that I just spent most of the most crucial ones with someone that I didn't end up ending my ending up with in the end. (laughs) And that sucks to say, and I have to learn to be myself again. And I have to learn what I like, what I want to do, Mm -hmm. the dreams that I have, how am I going to get there? And Nobody's going to stop me. I have nothing in the way anymore. And I'm not saying that he was, uh, he was in the way or he was holding me back. But, you know, when you talk about a future with someone. You still have to make
1: preparations yes. for that person to go with you. Yes,
0: exactly. And I don't have to do that. I can account for myself, mm-hmm. me, myself, and I. I don't have to worry about what anyone else thinks. I don't have to hear, are you getting engaged anytime soon? Or are you moving back to Alabama? No and no. <laughs> I, I have no plans on moving back to, to Alabama. I have no friends there. I have maybe five. Maybe. I could probably count on my hand, but I'm not going to, because if I don't say someone's name, then they're going to get upset. (laughs) Anything I say about anybody over there, they're going to get upset. And that's the the sad thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Friends
0: come and go. And, you know, the one thing I've learned is that I have to be okay with being uh, someone's villain or I have to be a nasty person in someone's life. I'm tired of trying to talk for myself and make my side of the story story show or be heard. I'm tired of defending myself. And that's the one thing that I've learned outside of this breakup is people will say what they will say about you to make themselves feel better.
1: They'll get their narrative and they'll run wild.
0: (laughs) And, you know, that's the one thing I've learned. And when you take some when you are in something and they give you everything, literally everything, like anything I asked for, I was given. And I know that. And I'm extremely grateful for the time. But when I do something for the benefit of not only myself, but my significant other, knowing that in the long run, he's going to look and thank me and he's probably thanking me already. I already know he is. And then he can, and then that person flips a switch and is extremely cold and emotionless. And I don't mean, I don't know. I don't even know what to say, but it just proves a lot. And I see a lot now. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because I never wanted it to be like this. Um, I never, I always wanted to end on good terms because I love him so much. I really do. And he was my best friend. And sometimes I feel like he'll, like, nobody will ever be that close to me ever again. Because your first, like, love is your most vulnerable, I think, in a way. Yeah. And so it taught me a lot. You kind of go in, like, head first, not knowing anything. Uh, Yeah. Like, I didn't know a dang thing. And I was just in there. Mm -hmm. I was just in it. I was just fully immersed, literally. Yeah. So now not having him and just seeing him in a different light and he's just a different person now is like, it makes me sick to my stomach thinking that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm okay. I really am. Like, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the time we had. I have to step into a place of not being sad about it every day. I don't let myself cry about it every day. Honestly, the past couple of days, I really haven't, which has been great. I have a lot of things Mm -hmm. to look forward to in my life and to think and tell myself like and when I'm in my pit of sadness thinking I'm never going to find love again is absolutely ridiculous like I can't even believe I tell myself that (laughs) like that's just ridiculous um but like one of the other things that's helped me is obviously no contact uh that's really helped not knowing what he's doing or who he's with or like where he's at and stuff like that that's been great like it's like he's not even a person anymore which that sucks to even have to like that I have to do that yeah but for now, for this time being, um, that's what I have to do just to heal. And eventually I hope maybe we can come to like a mutual agreement to maybe like talk mm-hmm. and be on okay terms. But if not, you know. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'll, I know where I stand. I know where he stands, I think. I don't know. But it's just like the biggest thing for me getting over is just what he's saying about me to other people. Because I am through and through a people person, which is what <laughs> I'm trying to learn in therapy yeah. to not be. And so, like, trying to know that he's going to talk about the negative things in our relationship and about me and people are going to run with whatever narrative he says. Mm -hmm. I have to be okay with that. Just like, you know, I have to be okay with us not being on good terms anymore. It's Mm -hmm. really weird. It's just such a weird concept because there are days where I'm like, I don't care. Bye. <laughs> and then there are days where I'm like, I want to text him. I love him. Uh-huh. And then there are days where like, I'm not even thinking of it. Like I don't even think yeah. like I'm good or I miss him. It's just like,
1: you're just like, oh, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm like, dang, I didn't even think about it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Those are my favorite days when I don't <laughs> even think about it. Yeah. But that's just like where I'm at right now. And I'm at a really pretty good place. Honestly, like, I learned what I learned in the relationship and I really loved it. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. I've I love being in love. Like the feeling of it is super fun. We talked about that in our last episode of like you know, talking about like movies and stuff like that and yeah. love love movies and stuff. Um and it's it's something that I will always probably desire to have
1: and I'm Man, Me too. I know. It's isn't been it? a long time since I've like really like loved somebody like I'm
0: sick. Yeah. Like I'm down bad. Yeah. like I'm so down bad for you. I'm so down. I was so down bad for him. I was willing to run away and never talk to my parents ever again. (laughs) Like that's how down bad I was. You're sick. I know that's (laughs) crazy. And that's just crazy to think that that's just like the lengths I was willing to go to be with someone. It's just it's insane. Mm -mm. I mean, but all of that aside, like. I am taking this time for a while. I think I said it in this episode. This episode or the one before, I said I'm not dating anytime soon. Yeah, I don't even have any desire to anymore because I don't ever want to feel like that. Not yeah. saying that it would fail, but I don't want to feel that hurt ever again. Like the hurt that I felt those first well, it's couple just of days. Kind of like a way
1: that you you kind of try to protect yourself. But yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you're gonna love again.
0: Oh no, I'm just yeah. talking not anytime soon. No, yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> It was, that was the, the longest relationship I've obviously ever been in. My first relationship I've ever been in. You think I'm gonna bounce back in two, three months? No. Sheesh. If I do, or if he does, his, may his girlfriend, may I, may I pray on her downfall. Just kidding. Kinda.
1: <laughs> You're not kidding? No. I'd be so mad. Yeah. I'd be sad. But you know what? It's more of a it's disappointment, but. It would be more so like,
0: dang, he's gonna take her to a cookout now. <laughs> I'll
1: take you to cookout. We
0: ain't got no cookout here. I have to cough. <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean like, all, like <laughs> jokes aside, I I can I can joke about it now. Kind of like honestly, like if you're listening, I miss you, Pookie.
1: <coughs> like it just is what it is.
0: <laughs> you know that name on TikTok?
1: Sick. This is my favorite name right now,
0: Pookie or Pookie.
1: Yeah, we have yeah. Bojangles. I can take you to Bojangles now. That's true. Just go there. Yeah. I
0: ain't never finding a boyfriend here in Ohio.
1: Never say never because, like, (laughs) never say never.
0: Yeah. If you want if anyone wants to pull up in the next four months, maybe. Yeah. Right. Good, right good
1: right luck. Before you leave.
0: Yeah. Good luck. You better have a house built for me. You better have a freaking brand new car. I would love a Doberman. I'm going to get a Doberman. That's the one thing I'm actually really excited about. I don't have to worry about like, oh my gosh, if I ever get married, am I going to be able to get a Doberman? Like now I'm going to. And yeah. like my next significant other is going to just have to be okay with the fact that I have it. Like I can't have, like now I don't have to, my boyfriend won't get mad at me if I just like buy Doberman. Yeah. I'm just going to have him.
1: You already have it. It's part of the package. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Loser.
0: TJ, TJ my Doberman. I'm going to name it Dallas. <laughs> I think I'm going to get a guy named Dallas.
1: You should name it CJ. What's CJ? TJ, CJ.
0: Right. I have an AJ, TJ, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on the list? PJ. <laughs> That is sick, bro. No, <laughs> no way. No more. No more. No more letter J's. DJ. I have a DJ friend. Friend n- named DJ. DJ.
1: I have a friend named GJ. What? That's yeah.
0: crazy.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. Well, we're not friends anymore. I shouldn't mm. even say that. I'm probably not. I'm probably
0: not friends with DJ anymore. He's friends with my ex, and we all know how that goes. <clears throat> guys ride with guys.
1: Isn't so. there an FP? Oh no, that's FP Jones.
0: <laughs> Riverdale <coughs> Oh my gosh Long story short If you're listening I'm doing really well No bad blood There can't be any more bad blood Because guess what That's energy that I don't have anymore
1: This is why we didn't record two weeks ago <laughs> That's
0: okay I can just talk about myself Jesus I love myself Keep it, keep it oh, muted Oh keep it muted Okay <coughs> If you're watching I really hope you're enjoying Whitney Cough Um
1: I'm sorry. BJ almost took me out. What would you say? <laughs> I said BJ almost <laughs> took me out. That was so funny. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs>
0: but, yeah. He'll find someone that is perfect for him, and I'll find someone that's perfect for me. That can that doesn't complete us, but compliments us. Mm-hmm. And we complimented, uh, like, each other for a season. And he really did show me a lot. And I still mean every word I said in the first episode that I posted about the breakup. Um, I really, you know, like, I will always care for him, and always, I always will. Cherish the times we had because he helped me out of a lot and showed Mm -hmm. me a lot about myself that I didn't know he I felt a side of myself that I've never seen before like there was a part of me that I felt like I've never actually experienced and just like being 100% comfortable in my skin and never being embarrassed and I could be my worst or best self or my most energetic or my laziest or my saddest my maddest angriest my full genuine 100% self transparent and he there was no judgment there ever there was just love and that felt really good mm-hmm. to feel and I'm excited to feel it again <laughs> I can wait but it was really it was really cool to experience that kind of love outside of friends and family yeah and I was really glad that it was him honestly
1: well, can I say something? Sure. <laughs> Are you scared? Yeah.
0: No, don't be scared. Am I going to get a text about it from mm. someone that's no. watching?
1: No. Okay. I think I just wanted to say something like, I, you, you know, not. and I'm not saying anything in a negative context. Please don't. Jesus. <laughs> no. We don't need don't. that. No. I'm just saying um, there's like, since post-breakup, since we're talking about, I've seen like this like you have this light. Mm-hmm. Oh no, for sure. And it's back. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that like you know he snuffed out your light or anything. No. But you were different. Well, I
0: talked about this with my counselor, and she was just talking because you know ever like you and I know that we've it was there was turmoil for a long time between mm-hmm. like my parents and you and you know me mm-hmm. and because of said relationship, and not it's not anyone's fault before you guys negative connotations yeah but you know for a long time in, the, in that relationship I felt like I could be my truest self with him mm-hmm. and it was hard for me to come back to like this place or those relationships and feel like I could be my true self because I knew in the back of my mind that there was not ill feeling but there was feeling towards something that I cared so much about but it felt was indifferent you know yeah. with you guys mm-hmm. So like, I felt like I never could be my full self when I was like around my parents or like you, because you know, like you all, like I wanted to talk about it all the time and I've, you know, it's just what it is. Um, And there's no bad, like I said, bad blood or anything, but now that I'm not free of the relationship, but I don't have it, that pressure anymore to feel like I have to fight for something every day that, um, my, like not necessarily my parents didn't agree with, but they just saw have different, differing opinions. I feel like I don't have to, I can just be me. Yeah. And like now everyone can fully see me again and I can feel myself again without feeling like I'm, I'm being judged. Maybe that's what it is. Mm -hmm. I felt every time I was home or like, I just felt judged. There were eyes on me and Mm -hmm. that, that was a sucky feeling. And now I don't have that anymore.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. No, and I understand that. And uh, please don't feel like I was, like, Mm-mm. holding a knife against her. No. No, 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 I, no, I was honestly silent. I just didn't say anything because, like, there, you know, I, I felt sometimes in the middle. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, between her and her parents. And I was just, um, I was a very, I was quiet. Observant. Yeah. And I just, I took notes of things, you know, in my head. Mm-hmm. And and then when I felt like I could share th- things with Sydney, mm-hmm. I did. Oh yeah, and you know, um, not that I, you know, I don't, I don't have anything bad that I can say. I just, you know, I, when you have, when you love somebody, like you know, I love you, mm-hmm. and I think the same thing. You would feel the same way about me, you know. Like there's certain things that like you really want for your friend, mm-hmm. and. I just, I knew that, you know, there was something that I really wanted for you. And yeah. it was just out of like protection. Yeah.
0: And, and, and Oh, no. Yeah. 100%. Listen, we can talk to her blue in the face about how this is not a negative yeah, thing and but we're it'll not get, trashing, it'll get but someone is going to spin it. And I know it because that's just what I've seen in the past two weeks. <laughs> like it yeah. just, it is what it is. and
1: And we're not going to talk about it anymore.
0: No, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm honestly really done talking about it, giving them the power and satisfaction that like I'm harping on this or I'm talking about it to get my point across. I'm not. I'm talking about it because this is something your life. Yeah, my life. And this I is your podcast. Believe in the podcast,
1: you know. And I, we said from the beginning we were going to be vulnerable and we mm-hmm. were going to talk about things. And she held back a lot for a season. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I really did.
1: Um, and a I, lot.
0: And I'm not. And I'm not holding back anymore. And it's not because of like. It is because of him, but it wasn't because of him. It's not in like a bad light. It's just hard to explain because now that like I don't have to, I don't have to deal with like, I don't. There's
1: no aftermath. There's no like, like you said, there's no other opinion. Yeah. It's just
0: you. Like it falls on me. What I say falls on me. It doesn't fall on my significant other anymore because like I, I'm a reflection of my significant other uh, as exactly like he was a reflection of me. (laughs) And, you know, now that that's not a thing anymore, he can be his full self, and I can be my full self, and we will not be each other judged yeah, it's for it. Yeah, nobody
1: to answer to, mm-hmm. nobody that you have to, like, oh, you, you know, not that you, you represent each other, but like you said, it's just, like, yeah. you are who you're with. And yeah, for sure. You know, if you're dating somebody, and they're doing something sketchy and sus, that makes you look sketchy, sketchy and, sus. and sus. Like, if I'm out dating a... <laughs> Criminal, you know, people are gonna think, oh, she associates with criminals. She's a criminal. Yeah, that's sure. just how it is. Yeah, in in every relationship, not just this no. one. And and
0: last thing, and I just burped. <laughs> last thing before I end talking about him, Uh people 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 know my heart, mm-hmm. and I know my heart. And there's always, you know, his story, and there's always my story, and there's always the <laughs> actual truth. Mm-hmm. He will say what he needs to say to feel better. And I will say what I need to say to feel better. I recognize my faults and I hope that he recognizes his faults in, you know, the relationship. And I'm actively working towards my faults to not bring that into my next one. And I hope he does the same. I love him so much. I can't, if I looked at the camera and said I didn't, I'd be lying. And I hope that you would, people would know that because that's crazy. I was with him for two years. Like, how could I not? he holds a very special place in my heart alongside his family and alongside my friends that I had while I was with him like I felt I've never felt more supported by like I it was insane to feel the amount of support I felt from his family like it was it was really cool to see that side of a relationship I've never seen that before but with that being said I you know we are done and it's sad but I just don't want to really talk about it anymore because I don't want my heart and what I say and the things that I try to say like in a nice way that will help other people or like are informative and things that have shaped my life will Mm -hmm. be turned into like she said this about you she's so immature like so thank god you got out of this relationship she's awful she's the worst she's you know controlling whatever i'm done talking about it say what you
1: want to say i'll just say this and then we're done there's always his side Mm -hmm. your side and the truth and people can believe what they want, say what they want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> this is this was one little box that we're putting the lid on. So. And
0: sending back whenever he then mows me my money too. <laughs> so. Sorry well, if you didn't get it
1: before New York. Um I would like to apologize for coughing so much on this episode. Um, it was insane. RIP headphone users. I'm so sorry.
0: I don't know if it's going to be as loud as we think it is.
1: Yeah, it sounds really loud to me, but I guess it's because it's coming out of me. <laughs> yeah. But this is why we had to take a week off, and we really didn't say much. She, we went on live on Instagram. She made a story. but I
0: made a little ditzy story. Um, on a Monday, I was going to therapy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we just we want to thank you for, you know, listening to – Welcome to our check-in, Faith Family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for hanging around. Yeah. You Um, know all all good things. We say everything with a good, pure intentioned heart. Like Mm -hmm. there's, we never would come on here and be like, "Don't ever talk to this person," or like, "My ex is crazy," or "Her parents are crazy." We would never like that's just not our intention. Our intention is to say things because we think that they're either gonna a help us because this podcast is for us. Mm -hmm. More importantly than anything, like it helps us cope with a lot of things that we've had to deal with. Mm -hmm. Two. We believe that you know sometimes what we go through is to help other people, and her loss and my loss, you know, is hopefully helping other people. And three, we just love doing this. Mm-hmm. If nobody watches or listens, well, we, love we, doing we it. know
1: two people are listening. Mm-hmm. The backs.
0: Yeah, that's true. Thanks, mom and dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. and maybe Mike. <laughs> Does he listen? Actually, I don't think so.
1: No, he doesn't listen.
0: If you do, Mike, give me a text. Yeah, well, from I Greece know how or something. Greece yeah, or Germany or whatever. Yeah, our
1: chef is out studying abroad, <laughs> so we don't have. Yeah. to I'm so hungry right I'm now. I'm gonna go to
0: Burger King and get me a wrap. Are you about to? Probably. Are you coming over? Yeah, let's go.
1: We're gonna yeah, we're gonna end this so we can hang out
0: and go watch Gossip Girl. <laughs> I work tomorrow morning, and this sucks.
1: But <coughs> that was for you guys.
0: Wherever you are in the world. Good night. Good day. Good morning. We'll talk to you. Get some cough syrup. If our videos are late on
1: ups, uploading,
0: it's because I'm halfway across the world yeah. and we're trying our best. Yeah, please
1: bear with us because yeah. we're gonna figure this out. I mean, she's the she's the techy person behind this. You Whitney know? funds it, and I just am the tech. <laughs> I'm the fund, and I'm you know I'm I'm typing up the the bullet points. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. She does all the tech stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but I've been you know I've been dabbling in my little graphic design era. Yeah, so for real. We're gonna um you'll, you'll see some things by me, um with that camera pro yeah i need to give you the login for that i forgot about that yeah i gotta pay you for it don't worry about it Bruh. after you're be blessed hallelujah
0: all right guys money come to me hallelujah <laughs> amen all right <laughs> love you bye, bye. <laughs>